Now in its third year, it's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 144 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio, and I am thrilled that you're listening. This is a slight detour from the preview episodes that I've been doing over the last couple of weeks. I still have a few more of those to bring to you. Three interviews that are going to be conducted beginning tonight and into the weekend, and I'm still trying to line up a Richmond supporter, so... If you know a Richmond supporter that wants to come talk about their club, please send them my direction. I'd love to talk to them uh, sometime on Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning, uh, Melbourne time, if at all possible. But this is a slightly different episode here, and I'll, I'll get into that in just a moment. But remember, you can find everything related to the podcast over on my website, ayankonthefooty.com. You can get on the mailing list there. You can read my blog, which, interestingly enough... This episode is going to be a look at the blog post that I posted last night over on my website, but I thought it was an important enough issue that I wanted to go ahead and devote a standalone episode of the podcast to it, because it's something that maybe I'm completely off base here, but I thought it was a little thought-provoking, and I thought it would generate some conversation as well. But uh, we'll get into that here in, in just a moment. But again, back to the website. Hopefully you'll t- consider signing up for the email list. I uh, hope you, you will consider uh, you know, checking it out, seeing what's over there. It's got everything related to the podcast. You can find all of the links to the shows over there. You can, uh, If you're looking for a place to listen to the show, there are links that will take you out to all sorts of different apps. If you're enjoying the show, if you're enjoying what, I, the, what I've been doing, especially with the journey here with the uh, preview episodes, and you want to leave a review for the podcast, it would be a huge help. That lets me be able to then share that out with other prospective listeners and demonstrate to them that here is what some other people thought about the show. Don't get me wrong. I truly appreciate the uh, the kind words that you shared. Uh, Mick Aussie, the post that you had last night up on social media, sir, I cannot thank you enough for that. I tip my cap to you. You can't see it, but it is being tipped at the moment here. If you want to help out the show, you can uh, check out my Buy Me a Coffee page. That's the little button in the bottom left-hand corner of the website. And I will be uh, introducing some new podcast gear here very shortly. That's going to be coming with episode 145. That was the most appropriate time to do that. So hopefully you will uh, you'll consider checking out the podcast. But like I said, I wanted to get into this uh, this it's it's basically it's an essay that I wrote last night, and I I just really. This was something that I've been thinking about, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on it, and I would love to hear back from you. Uh, over on my website, you can you can leave responses to things. You can certainly reach me on Twitter or on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, you can leave me a voicemail. You can shoot me an email at yankonthefooty@gmail.com. I'd love to get your thought on what I'm about to address here. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it as is because I'm not sure how many people have actually checked out the uh, the blog post over on the website. But I thought it was a big enough issue that I would go ahead and take this approach with it. So. Here's what I wrote last evening. Hello, everyone. I've been thinking about this over the last couple of days, and it's something that I've not been able to shake from my mind. I've been following footy for a little over six years, and if you listen to the podcast, I think you've figured out that footy has become my passion. 
Now, a quick editorial here. As I'm recording this, I did pop up uh, the news on my computer and did see that the Major League Baseball lockout has ended. So baseball is going to be starting back up here very soon, and I don't care. So as I said, you know, this is a passion that I want to have shared with me by supporters who've been fans for years and years and a passion that I want to share with those who've not yet been fortunate enough to discover what I call the greatest game on the planet. Now, in the time that I've been watching the game over the last few years, the game has changed, however. There have been many, many changes that have come to the game. Stand, making strides to ensure proper calls around the goal through the use of uh, sound and video equipment to make sure that the, the calls are as accurate as possible. I think that's a good thing. We've seen rotations reduced recently, which is placing a greater emphasis on player fitness to stay on the ground for longer periods of time. We've all witnessed, not necessarily in person, all of the steps that the league took over the last uh, couple of years in order to keep the comp up and running. They tried to do the same thing with the AFLW uh, last year and in 2020. And sorry, Fremantle, I think it would have been one hell of a final series had you gotten a chance to participate in it. Stand. Now, we've also, you know, we've also seen the AFL allow the lone yank in the game to don his sports goggles to help protect his eyesight while playing the game that he has fallen in love with. We've seen greats like like Gaza fight through a devastating shoulder injury in what would be the final game of his career. We've seen the wizardry of Eddie Betts come back home for one more go-round in the Navy Blues. We've been able to witness Buddy creep ever closer to the 1,000-goal zenith that no player may ever come near again. Hell, we even got to see Richmond members uh, have to try to go to a home game at Marvel Stadium. And I have to ask, were you one of the dozens of Richmond members who actually made the long trek from the MCG over to Marvel Stadium for that clash with the Giants last year? Yeah, I know, I, I doubt it. But I'm sorry, I couldn't pass up an opportunity to uh, to give Dema just a little bit of a hard time there. Okay, again, it's, it's not malicious. It's just something that I kind of like to chuckle at. However, the most important change that we've seen is with regards to player safety, specifically with regards to head injuries. And over the last couple of years, the game has lost Geelong captain and premiership player Polly Farmer. We've lost Shane Tuck far too young. We've lost Magpies captain and premiership player Murray Wiedemann and St. Kilda legend and beloved media icon Danny Frawley. All four of these men were found to have been battling CTE. Now, Australian rules football is a contact sport, as you all know. You've most of you have been following the game longer than I have. You're more that you're more more than likely have witnessed the bumps and hip shoulder hip and shoulders that, as we say here in the U.S., decleated opposing players or perhaps your own. Either way, it's the kind of action that probably got you to jump out of your seat at the MCG or whatever ground you happen to be watching the game. Gridiron football is, of course, dealing with the same kind of issue. This was chronicled in that uh, Will Smith movie not that long ago, Concussion, dealing with this issue. And, and gridiron football has begun to work diligently from youth football up through the NFL to eliminate players from using their head and subsequently then their helmet as a battering ram during tackling because there were players that spent years of their lives using their helmet as a missile, if you will, to attack ball carriers, to tackle them. 
at the youth and school levels and even at the other at the higher up levels they've begun teaching what is known as heads up tackling i have even seen football teams gridiron football teams here in the u.s bring in professional rugby players to help teach rugby tackling to help translate that over to the uh, the gridiron game you know and what we have happening here it seems to be working players that are being are being penalized for targeting using the crown of their helmet or the top of their helmet to drive into players is now banned and if a player is found to have done that and more often than not at the college and certainly the professional game they have video that they can check on that it's a little more difficult to do at the high school level at the school level they can be ejected from that game it's a severe penalty but it's a necessary one in my opinion to help maintain player safety the afl though and i'm assuming the other competitions around the country have begun to really clamp down on any sort of contact to the head of an opponent i completely understand that we saw a prime example of this during the community series when collingwood's braden maynard was suspended for two games after contacting the head of the Giants, Daniel Lloyd. We've all seen the footage. Maynard swung his arm through to spoil a mark and did just that. He kept Lloyd from taking the mark, but as he followed through with his arm, his arm swept through, striking Lloyd, causing him to fall, and hit the ground, striking his head. And the way the rules are written now, he's responsible for that. This resulted in Lloyd sustaining a concussion. Now, yesterday, Maynard's two-game suspension was upheld by the tribunal. So he's going to miss the Magpies' first two contests against St. Kilda and Adelaide. And I guess I understand the tribunal's decision, and no, I'm not a Magpies apologist or anything like that. The incident, though, got me thinking about something. And this is, this is the, the focus of, uh, of what I wanted to bring up here. And, I, and I, I think it's going to be a very polarizing question here. Um. I think that it's time for the AFL to strongly consider making another change. Or at least I want to toss that out there. I'm not saying that I want it to happen, but it's maybe it's worth, worth a discussion. That change, changing the definition of the word fairest with regards to best and fairest, then applying that to people eligible to win the Brownlow medal. As the definition states at the present, any player suspended during the finals or the preseason would not be considered ineligible to win the Brownlow, to earn the Brownlow. So they, you know, if a player got suspended, so Braden Maynard theoretically could still be eligible for the Brownlow because he was suspended due to an action that took place in the preseason. That's how I read that. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but that's how I read that rule. Okay. As, yeah, you know, and, you know, and again, based upon my research, Toby Green would still be eligible to win the Brownlow in 2022 if he comes back from his uh, several game suspension and has a fantastic year. As footy fans, we still love seeing the game played fast, aggressive, and hard. Okay, we like seeing good tackles. You know, we like seeing, you know, Liam Ryan taking the wind out of a Magpie support uh, player in the grand final. Now, with that being the case, though, there are still going to be incidents likely every week in which a player is going to be reported to the tribunal for their action. Some of those players are going to be suspended, and some of them will have their suspensions overturned. Here's the problem with this, though, okay? This is still a fast, aggressive, and hard-hitting game, despite the AFL working to try to protect the head and neck area. And don't get me wrong, I completely understand that they're doing that. I don't think that that's going to, that that's going to ever change, though. And if it does, I think it will end up being the death knell of the game, because this game can't be played without 
that kind of speed and not necessarily aggression. That's that's more of a gridiron thing. But you know, wrapping up and making tackles is a little is not quite an aggressive thing to do. I could still be hard hitting now, but you know, I'm again, I'm I'm not hoping that that happens. But what if we find ourselves facing a season where you know Christian Petraka, Dustin Martin. Marcus Bonapelli, Ollie Wines, Lockie Neal, you know, uh, they all find themselves having made an aggressive play that we want to see them do during the course of the game, trying to make a spoil on the ball and try to spoil the mark. And they spoil the mark, but in a situation not dissimilar from that of Braden Maynard, they find that they make contact with a player that results in that player being concussed. All of them get suspended for a game or two. The other 20 or 21 games that they play, they could earn themselves the requisite number of votes to put them in serious contention for actually winning the Brownlow far and away more than, say, the 6th or 7th or 15th player on that tally sheet who managed to get to not get themselves suspended in this new era of footy. Is that person really the best and fairest? Should the AFL revise what the word fairest means in today's new game with this new rule? Is that something that we, we, or I should say, is that something that they should consider? You know, I think that the rules being tinkered with, with very good reason, the requirements for what it means to be fairest should catch up with the times. Perhaps a player should be limited to a single suspension-worthy incident in order to be considered eligible for the Brownlow. Now, I realize that this is a very unique set of scenarios that I've laid out here, and we might not see anything like this even occur. I was just wondering about it. Something that popped into my head and it was just kind of like a, uh, a rock in my shoe that I was, I, you know, as I'm working through the school day, I'm, I'm going through this and I'm thinking to myself, is this, is this going to cost somebody a brown low because they played the game hard? Okay. I just was really curious, curious about that. So like I said, I was wondering if this is something that the leadership in the AFL has even considered before. And if they haven't, I think maybe they should consider it. Okay, so that's that's my that's my argument that I'm tossing out there for you. I would love to know what you think about that. Remember, you can email me at a yank on the footy at gmail.com. You can head over to my website. You can leave me a voicemail, which I would be delighted to share in an upcoming episode if you leave a, a, a voicemail. I hope you'll sign up for the mailing list while you're there as well. That would be fantastic because I love getting new episodes out to people as soon as they come out. You can leave me a, a comment on the contact page over at my website as well. You can also reach me on Twitter or on Instagram or on Facebook. You could leave me messages there if you choose to go that route as well. So, like I said, I do hope to hear from you on this because I'm really interested to get your thoughts on whether or not this is even something that is doable or something that should be considered because the game has progressed tremendously in just a short period of time that I've been watching the game. It's changed quite a bit. Is it time for that definition to be updated? Again, I don't know the answer to that. I'm tossing it out there for you because I'm really curious to know what you think, okay? Again, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate all of you for tuning into the podcast. I, uh, I, I can't thank you enough for that. We're fans of this great game. Hopefully, it gets to go on for generations to come. And if you're enjoying the show, I do hope you'll consider sharing a link um, of of this or your favorite episode. It'd be fantastic if you would do that. It'd be a huge help to the show. And again, thanks so very much for the kind words. And uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, 
May your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 144 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on or to yankonthefooty at gmail.com or over on my website, as I mentioned before, ayankonthefooty.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at ayankonthefooty. Again, thanks for listening, and please consider sharing this podcast with your friends and family. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, goodbye.